on this episode of Locked on Lightning, the Lightning show that they could think of even more ways to try and lose games. We'll talk about that more and what that means in just a bit. But first, let's play that music. Your Locked on Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. In this episode, we're recording this right after Game 5. The Lightning just finding more ways to lose games, intentional or not, I would say unintentionally, but still uh, a very undisciplined game. What is new? What else is new from this team? This is something that I've been talking about all season long, and it is finally rearing its head on the national stage for all to see. Uh, In this game, the Lightning lose 4-3, giving up three goals in the third period. To the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Maple Leafs taking a 3-2 series lead at home, sending it back to Amley for a do-or-die situation for the Lightning. Uh, you know, it, it, and it, it was one of these things where I, I don't know how many different ways I, I need to say it. Um, and, and Lightning get off, they, they do everything right. And we, we spoke about this on numerous episodes throughout this series in which the Lightning, we laid out, crystal clear what needed to be done for the lightning to win games and and you you've if you've been following this series you've seen the trends you've you've seen how things and games have been going so you would figure that the first team to score given everything that has happened uh the first team to score is going to uh win this game and the lightning jump out to a two nothing lead uh, within the first six minutes, uh, goals from from two of their stars, Stamkos and Hedman. Uh, one of those being a power play goal. Fantastic! What a what a incredible way to start the game. And then we head on to the second period, and all right, you know, I I, I didn't expect Vasilevsky to to pitch a, a a shutout in this one. I mean, I mean, he he has just been absolutely shaky all season long. He is that we have seen flashes here and there of vintage Vazzy, but this season uh, and really uh, this entire playoffs, uh, Vazzy has looked anything but vintage uh, and he has been anything but consistent. And that is a word that I, I, I think we should turn it into a drinking game at this point on lockdown lightning, because for the amount of times that I say consistency and discipline, it, it's, a, it's one of those things where if you took it out of context, you would assume that this team didn't even make the playoffs. And at the same time, if, if you were playing a drinking game out of this, uh, I would imagine by the end of this episode, you will need to get your stomach pumped. But it, you, look, you look at this game, and, and, it, and it's been this, th- this way for the entire series. It's this team... It, Whenever they put themselves in a good situation, whether it's early on in the game, we, we've seen them jump out to leads, 5 nothing leads, 4 nothing leads, whatever, and they put themselves in great situations. And then later on, as the game progressive, and, and I spoke about this, about games 2 and 4, 
that in both of those games, the Lightning were running out of gas, and and part of that has to do with the fact that they just took their foot off the pedal. You you gotta you gotta go a hundred percent from from the opening puck drop to the final buzzer. You know, in the play, you might be able to get away with that. And we've seen this throughout the entire season. They got away with that quite a bit throughout the regular season. Uh, and, and even got got away with a lot of slow starts. Uh, and I've I've spoken that quite a bit on this show, how how really, you know, everyone says, well, they have the most come from behind wins in the NHL. Well, that happens. That that number is inflated because you, you're they're always you're always the first team to give up the first goal. And listen, this this. This is and I, and I tweeted about it during the game. I, I, I said that the, all the consistencies, all the issues that this team has clearly failed to address throughout the regular season is coming back to bite them in the asses now in this in this playoffs. And, and you're seeing it fully exposed against, you know, you might be able to get rid of away with this against a team like Detroit, Ottawa, San Jose, New York. And when I said New York, I mean the Islanders. You might be able to 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 breeze by or or get by by the skin of your teeth by by those teams, but I said coming into this series, you 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 even for a second go out there and play that brand of hockey that you've been playing all season long, and think that's going to work against a team like Toronto. This series isn't going to go the way you think it will be. We're going to be sitting here, you know. It, I I think you know, kind of just to to paraphrase what Daryl Sutter said about playing Colorado in the first round, you know, whatever team uh, ends up playing Colorado in the first round, guess what? You're going to waste, you're going to waste eight days. And, and yes, this series, this series, you know, is a lot different. It's going six, possibly seven. If the lightning can continue their winning streaks after coming off a loss in the playoffs. But if they don't win this series, in my opinion, this is a massive failure because this team, I, I, I mean, we've spoken it numerous times. I mean, what you have on the ice is, I mean, if the last two years are, are any any indication, actually the last three minus the 2019 playoffs, if, if there's, if it's any indication, this is one of the greatest, if not the greatest, collection of talent that the NHL has seen consistently win over the last i want to say 15 years you know you have the penguins teams those teams uh you, you have the chicago blackhawks and you have maybe the early 2000s red wings maybe the the late 90s red wings and that's about it and, and i look at this you know if the lightning the, the lightning need to win this series there's there's no coming back from this in terms of of you know i i and and this is what kind of has made upset me over the course of the season. I was talking to a couple of uh, people that I know that cover hockey as well, as well as uh, just people that I know that I talk to on a daily basis uh, that are hockey fans and follow the sport very closely. And I have to say that I, I, there is, I, it is very frustrating to see that the a majority, and I'm, this is no criticism against any of my colleagues that cover the Tampa Bay Lightning. I, I am not out. This is not meant in a way to to downplay or discredit their work that they have done. Uh, some of the people that cover the Lightning are some of the people that I respect the most in the game of hockey. But it is very shocking 
that we are just now addressing this. You know, it, it seems as though people surrounding this team, whether or not it's because you don't want to, to say things because you, you don't want to, to displease the organization. And that's fine. Right? But at the same time, don't go, don't go out there and, and say that everything is all sunshine and rainbows and that those, those two stretches uh, back in, back in April where they lost three games in a row came out of nowhere. This was something that has been happening all season long and the lightning just ran into three teams that were able to beat them uh, in consecutive nights. And, and the fact that it, that that John Cooper and, and and listen, I love John Cooper. I'm I'm a big John Cooper fan. What he has done for this franchise as a coach and and the way the players, all these veterans and, and young players on this team, uh, uh, you know how they speak so highly of him. But the fact that him, his level of experience and, and the way he has had this, he's had the pulse on this team for years. The fact that he has failed to address this especially when this was something that was very apparent early in, in April. It's shocking. It's shocking. Now, obviously it, it, it's obviously on a bigger scale in terms of, of awareness, I guess, to the general public where I, I guess those who are not lightning fans are, are seeing really all the holes or all, all the, all the things that this team is susceptible to in a bad way. Uh, and it's concerning. And it, obviously it'll be a little bit more concerning if this continues into next year, which we're not even, we, we got to get through this playoff series first, but this is embarrassing, man. Th this really is the fact that you had this game almost in the bag. You had, you had a crowd that was completely out of it. You had, a Toronto team who pretty much their game plan the entire series was reactionary hockey. You, they were, and, and not in the way that we have seen from Tampa. Uh, and, and I'll talk about more about this after the break, but the, the, they, Toronto's game plan has just been waiting for, for Tampa to commit stupid penalties, which we saw multiple times in this game Too too many men on the ice penalties. I mean, there shouldn't even be one at this point in the season. This is this is those are penalties you you commit in October, not not May, not during the playoffs. I, I I am I am in complete disbelief of what I just saw, and and I I hope that a lot of Lightning fans, whether you listen to this show, whether you watch this show, I hope that you understand that this isn't something that just fell out of the sky as soon as these two teams started off this series. This has been a thing that has been in the making since day one. Since day one, you could go back to game one at home, opening night against the Pittsburgh Penguins and see this in full effect. So we'll talk about more about this game. I, I mean, there's a lot to unpack. We're going to have an episode tomorrow uh, morning and tomorrow afternoon. I, I mean, this situation is just complete. It, it's got out of control where I, I, I've tried to be optimistic about this. I've tried to show that we that this team uh, – can prove me wrong, but it, it's got it completely out of control. And, and the fact that there isn't more concern and I'm not criticizing the fan base. I'm just saying it, 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 there's a lot of things in, in play right here with this, but it, it, it's this whole team has to be better and they've had to be better for a while now. So we'll talk about our first sponsor right now. Uh, hopefully you can put some money on the lightning uh, 
sneak game six. Hopefully they can pull off a win at home and stay alive, push it to game seven back in Toronto on on Saturday. Uh, but just want to talk about our first sponsor, our partners at Bet Online. Continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments this year. Basketball playoffs, NHL playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even NLF futures. Bet Online is your new continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online, where the game starts. So if you're on YouTube, you're staying right here. If you're on an audio platform, you're joining us back right now. Uh, and I want to thank all of you before I, I, I go back into full rant mode. And it's been a while since I've actually gotten like this. If anybody, if you've been a listener from day one, you know, you know what what rant mode sounds like. Uh, and, and I used to do this quite a bit, and I've and I've really kind of tried to simmer it back. And, and I think I've done a pretty good job this year. Uh, but I would like to thank all of you, whether you've been listening since day one or you started listening yesterday, for making us your first listen or watch of the day. Go ahead and give us a follow on YouTube. Uh, subscribe to the pod, give us a thumbs up, comment below what you think about the most concerning thing from this game was that really stuck out to you. Uh, I mean, a lot stuck out to me. I, like I said, I mean, there, there is, there was so much to unpack from this game. Uh, we're going to be dropping three episodes basically in the next 24 hours. So, uh, you'll definitely want to be subscribed to the pod and turn on those notifications. If you give us a follow on YouTube or on an audio platform. We are available on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, wherever podcasts are distributed. We are there and turn on that notification bell and turn on your notifications. So as soon as the newest episode drops, you'll be right there. You'll see it on your phone and you'll be ready to listen and go ahead and give us a follow on our social media pages. LO underscore lightning on Twitter, as well as locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. Give me a follow on Twitter at Danky Dank, D-E-N-K-Y-D-A-N-K. Uh, I, you know, I normally don't like to tweet during the games, uh, depending on what's happening, but tonight was just, you know, I, I really thought that, that, that game, game three was the lightning's worst game of the season. And in many ways it was, I mean, I'm not gonna, I will save the positives for, for either tomorrow morning's episode or tomorrow evening's episode but you know you know what i mean where do you start where do you start you look at the box score i always love going through the box score in a game where the lightning really they they had the series they had a, they had a picture perfect scenario on their hands you jump out to a two goal lead you, you take the crowd out of it you take this team out of it and you you're you're getting the penalty, the power play opportunities, and it's like every every time you you turn your head from the television when they're on the power play, someone gets called, and it's it's even strength. A Lightning player gets uh, called for penalty for a penalty, and it's even strength. I mean, let's go through the penalties right now. Too many men on the ice, served by Corey Perry, uh, hooking against. No, that was that was sorry. Excuse me, uh, interference. Braden Point, uh, Zach Bogosian, interference. Too many men on the ice, again, in the second period. Tripping on Stamkos. High sticking on Stamkos. I, I, I've, I, it's gotten out of control with the power plays, with, with taking the penalties. And we've spoken about this since we, – we've really been talking about this since, since 
since tw- 2020, since since the inception of this show, since February 17th of 2020, we have been talking about how, A, this team does not draw a lot of penalties to begin with. I mean, they have in this series because the refs are just calling really everything now, which which is great for the Lightning, more opportunities on the power play, really, really good opportunities for them to put things to, to put that high octane offense. And, and I'm not just, and I, and, and I mean that more so you have a lot of guys on this team that could score goals from top to bottom, which is great. Um, which is why it's absolutely ridiculous that you go one for five on the power play one for five. And, and, and it's just, it's, it's, it's open shots completely missing the net. It, it's, it's, it's just a lot of just, Poor puck possession, which has just been a thing for month for weeks now, um, and, and w- I really thought the Lightning uh, had a turning point back in March, uh, February, March, with this. Uh, you know, they they got into their stretches, but they, I don't know what this is. I that what we what we saw from the second period onwards from this team that wasn't that wasn't a two time two time defending champ. That looked like, and I equated them to to them the other day, the other episode, once they lost. That that looked like a team that was trying to get into the lottery, which happened today. That looked like a team that would would have one of the higher odds. Um, you're really just, and, and Vasilevsky really did not play a bad game. Twenty one to twenty five. Uh, he didn't really face a lot of a lot of traffic. There wasn't a lot of really tough shots. There was, and and in all those chances, Vasilevsky did what he had to do and kept the Lightning in this game. Um, but that Nylander goal, that 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 Matthews goal at the end to take the lead, you're leaving your goaltender out to dry. And this is nothing new. This is something that's been happening since last season. And, and I don't want to hear the excuses. Well, Toronto, you know, they're just one of those good teams that that you know, with a little momentum, they they could kill you. And and where do you think? My answer would be where where do you think that momentum came from? Because regardless, score score or not, that that momentum came from 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 power plays, from from stupid penalties, too 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 many men on the ice penalties, which is like I said, absolutely ridiculous. Uh, um, to just the losing the battle outright. I, I mean, an embarrassing, an embarrassing performance in the faceoff circle. Thirty-eight percent, thirty-eight percent, thirty-eight percent for the Lightning in the faceoff circle. I let that sink in for a second. <laughs> and, and the Lightning had thirty-five shots on goal. They had 35 shots on goal, and and their front net presence was absolutely was was just absent. There was there was nobody there for majority of the game. Uh, I, I I've spoken about how if if this team could could just stick to the fundamentals, stick to the basics of what you need to do offensively to score, everything else will fall in line. I, I equated it on the last episode of 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 really just playing, you know small ball in baseball, but I guess I I don't know what what the right phrase would be. I guess small ball hockey, if you want to call it that. 
call it whatever you like. The Lightning have not done that consistently this entire series. We've seen flashes of it. We saw it in the two games that they won in this series, but that's it. And they didn't even do it for a full 60 minutes. Like I said earlier, even in the games that they won towards the end, given enough time, Toronto probably would have won those games. You know what? Like I said, we have two more episodes in the next 24 hours to talk about this because that was just, that was just really a perfect example of, and I don't, and like I stated before, and I'll reiterate it again, I'm not slamming on any of my colleagues who cover the lightning. I'm not slamming on the players individually i'm not saying that they are not playing hard because i've i've spoken about this before there is a difference between playing hard and playing with energy and for about let's say 65 percent of this series the lightning have played with little to no energy They've come out. They've they've almost looked at times like we saw in the first after these two goals. It's almost like they rested on their laurels and said, "All right, we're good. We'll just carry this momentum in." No, you got to go out there and assert yourself. You got to keep scoring. I said this on the last pod. You need to go out there and keep your foot on the throat of the other team, especially a team like this. And they didn't. And look what happened. You ended up losing four three. You ended up giving three goals up in the third period. So we'll wrap things up. I think I have to say I've, I've done pretty uh, I've done pretty well with the rant. Usually I would go on and on and on. This was this this would have been uh, 2020 2021. Adam would have been uh, completely. Uh, this would have been a solid 40 minute episode. I think. But uh, we'll talk about our last sponsor of the day. Take a break for everybody just to relax. Uh, think about what I just said, and we'll 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 touch base at the end of the episode. We'll talk about our last sponsor of the episode, and that is Built Bar. Now, summer is coming, and with the summer, you're going to need some food on the go. Built Bars are the perfect snack to take with you on family vacations. Throw them in your bags, in your kids' backpacks. Make sure that everyone has a bar so you are fueled for your summer adventures. I think the Lightning need a couple of Built Bars, especially before the beginning of next game. Uh, All Built Bars and Puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means with Built Bar, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 140 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. So go to Built.com, get all your favorites, banana cream pie, raspberry, double chocolate, and so many more. They're all delicious, and new flavors are coming out all the time. Check them out at Built.com, and use that promo code LOCK15 for 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. So... If you're watching on YouTube, once again, just a reminder, you're staying right here. And if you're listening to us on an audio-based platform, you're coming back from the break. Uh, the thing that, and I and I kind of tweeted about this the other day, the other the other night, and, and a good thing I was wrong. Tweeted out a, a GIF. Is it a GIF? A GIF? I don't know. I call it a GIF, but um, I tweeted out a GIF of. Uh, Han Solo from Star Wars, one of his favorite line, one of his his most famous lines from the the series. Uh, I got a bad feeling about this, and and I I genuinely did. 
And then I did again this tonight, tonight before this game in pregame. And it wasn't anything that I saw on the ice. It was what I saw on social media. It was Pat Maroon um, amping up the Toronto crowd by blowing kisses to them. And why I'm bringing this up is because I don't understand. And I'm very curious. I My assumption is no one's going to ask this question of him. It, it's not going to come up. It might come up in the offseason, but it's not going to come up now. I'd be shocked and impressed. Because to be honest, if I was in that media room and he was at the podium, I would ask him 100% this question. Or, or tomorrow, you know, on travel day or before the game uh, on Thursday. Why? Why? I understand what you're trying to do. I know you're, you're an agitator. That's part of your role here on this team, and that's great. That's fantastic. But do that to the players. Don't, don't, don't agitate or antagonize the opposing fans. Because after a result like tonight, you just look like an idiot. He looks stupid. And I'm not calling him stupid. I'm just saying how it's perceived. And, and I don't know what's going on in the locker room. I, I, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and speculate. But if I was a teammate, I wouldn't say anything. But I would feel a certain type of way about it. Because I guarantee you the Maple Leafs saw him do that. Or at least someone told him about it. And I wouldn't be surprised if that was bulletin board material. And I wouldn't be surprised whether it's tonight, tomorrow, or... If the Lightning loses a series on Thursday or if they win and then end up losing in Game 7, I wouldn't be surprised if that picture of him is all over Twitter. Um, go out there and play your game. Not, don't don't leave that stupid stuff in the game. Don't do that because then you, you just leave yourself out to more noise. Um, you know, the... the the age-old hockey slogan, if you want to call it, that everyone says, and this is why uh, players, you know, aren't marketed or whatever you want to call in the game of hockey. Don't be a distraction. Well, unfortunately, um, in the next couple of days, if not tonight or tomorrow, this will be a distraction. This will be spoken about. It'll be spoken about in the offseason. And and I really hope Maroon comes out and, and says it was stupid and, and you know that obviously it's not a big deal, but the optics of it are just it's dumb. The whole the whole thing is dumb. Uh, maybe maybe win a game, maybe win games in consecutive fashion, and then maybe you could start blowing kisses. Maybe win the series first, and then you could blow kisses to the fans. Don't do it before the game when the series is tied. But. You know what? So, so yeah, just wrapping things up right now. I mean, just a, a very, very bad game, you know, and, and I try to keep it, I try to keep it PG here. Uh, I, I try not to curse or anything on the show because I know there's people with children listening or watching to this, but to sum it up, you know, it, just an all around piss poor game. Uh, like I said, once, once the, once the first period, you know, I, I do admire the fight that this team had at the end, how, how very, how very short it was with the McDonough goal. But 
this team basically fell asleep and, and really kind of just went into some sort of mini hibernation after the first period performance wise and just mentally, because uh, I mean, I get it. The refs are calling pretty much everything, but this team has been like this in terms of taking bad penalties all season long. I mean, there's, there's, there's zero excuse as to why you take a, a, a too, too many men on the ice penalties, uh, let alone one at this stage of the game. Like I said, that is a penalty reserved for October, early October, uh, and reserved for bad teams. And we know this team is not a bad team. They're not. At one point during the NHL regular season, uh, if the season ended at that point, they would have won the President's Trophy. And it, it's, you know, it, it, like I said, to sum up, it would be a shame. It would be a shame if this series were to end on Thursday and this is one of the last games that they play in the year, because I guarantee you, whether it be in this series or the next, the next Tampa Tampa loss will be probably uglier than this. So uh, hopefully, uh, you know, once again, go ahead and like and subscribe to the pod and on the next episode, we'll, we'll be more optimistic. Don't worry about that. I'll be more optimistic. I'll, I'll, I'll have a couple hours to sleep on it. I'll go over some notes go over some articles, post-game uh, statements, all of that and more, and we'll come back. We'll revisit, just like the Lightning are. They'll come back, they'll pick it up, and they'll figure things out as we go along the way. And go ahead and follow the show because we will be monitoring every second and, and as the news breaks out for all that stuff. So that's been it for this episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.